0: and welcome to the Music and Mindset Matters podcast. I'm your host, Christy Russell. I'm a music and mindset mentor and founder of Movers and Shakers Music. I'm also a trained early childhood teacher, piano teacher, musician, mum of two, wife, and passionate Aussie entrepreneur. I'm on a mission to spread the magic and power of music and mindset to as many people as possible. Every day I tap into the power of music and mindset, and every day I notice how much more focused, resilient and connected I am at work and at home. You could even say I am more in tune with myself and the world around me, and I want that for you too. If you're passionate about early childhood education, curious about the relationship between music, mindfulness and the human brain, then this podcast is for you. Join me each week as I discuss all things to do with music, mindfulness, and why it matters so much to be advocating for this in early childhood. My goal is to inspire you with stories, research findings, and a whole heap of practical tips so that you can have the confidence and skills to embed music and mindset practices into your daily routines and your early learning programs. Because when we love music, we love learning, we love life. Let's tune in. Well, hello, my dear listeners, and welcome to the final episode of 2023. Um, It is my last day of work today, officially. I'm going to knock off for a good couple of weeks and enjoy some downtime with my family and friends, Um, enjoy the beautiful weather that we're having at the moment, beach, dam, swims, walks, plenty of blobbing, reading books, doing... You know, nothing for the sake of it, even though, you know, doing nothing, you're still doing something. Um, I am feeling in a very reflective mood today as I wrap up all the things that, you know, all the tie up all the loose ends of work and um, prepare my small business for a little break and and also um, honouring little bit of space and time to reflect on this year because my goodness it has been a massive year and i usually get to this time of year and think wow that's been a really busy year and you know my my husband and i and the kids we do a lot you know we 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 have a hobby farm we both work um we enjoy you know recreation downtime we have a lot of music um in our family and our extracurricular activities i suppose Um, but this year you know for me it's been a massive massive year and for those who follow me you'll know that this is the year that I started many firsts you know the first podcast the first time I built a website for my new company you know went from a sole trader small business on the side to really going you know what I'm ready to step up I'm ready to take the skills and knowledge and um answer the call of my soul to support other people in other educators to bring the power of music and magic, um, the power of music, sorry, the power and magic of music and mindfulness and, and all that goes within that and to really start speaking my truth and, and learning about how to do that and learning how to, um, learning skills of leadership and, it's definitely been out of my comfort zone. I don't think I've ever shied away from putting myself out of my comfort zone. I've, you know, I've done, I don't know, maybe that's just an inherent part of my character, you know, traveling overseas and, you know, putting myself in different situations where I think, yeah, I can, I can do this, I can have a, have a try. Um, but I know this year I've really, really pushed, and there's been quite a bit of force Uh, as much as it's been an awesome experience um, I've realized that a lot of the things are coming from a place of force rather than flow and that sort of led to a a little bit of a state of burnout at this time of year which is understandable in many ways but at the same time it doesn't have to be that way so yeah I'm very reflective at the moment and I'm I'm looking forward to um, having that downtime in the next couple of weeks so to let everything sink in, I guess, and to take stock and to really consider what I want to bring into the new year for myself, my business, my family. Um, So yeah, I've kind of jotted down five things that have been quite significant in terms of um, lessons learned this year. And probably you know, amongst many, many people that are doing this lessons learned from 2023. But I think it's a really great little ritual to start bringing into your life if you don't do it already. And it doesn't have to be a yearly thing. It could be um, a monthly thing. You could, you know, you could go, um, you could use the the natural cycle of the moon to support you with that, you know, at the start of the new moon. That's a great time to reflect, to go inward. Energy is generally quite low in the environment as well as within yourself so that's a good time to just take a bit of breathing time have a look at where you've been have a look at where you are now and where you want to go over the next month but for me the five key things that I've learned this year I want to share with you before I wrap it up for 2023 and the first one is surrounding yourself with people who you trust people who reflect your values and these these might be family members these might be friends these might be um people that you you don't really know really personally but you might admire them um, they reflect what you want to be or you know we're all mirrors to each other so if you see something an admirable quality in somebody And, you know, that can be a lovely thing to aspire to. You've probably got that seed within yourself that you just need to nurture a little bit. Or if someone annoys you with something, you know, a quality of their character that annoys you, why is it annoying you? Potentially you've got that, you know, slightly annoying trait in yourself somewhere and you just, you know, it's a bit tricky to admit it, you know. It's a... It, that one's a tricky one, it, it always is, because it's always harder it's always easier to see something in somebody else, rather than to reflect on your own. But my family and friends have been an extremely um, important source of support for me this year in particular, um, and I know, you know, for many of us, we don't have um, great, relationships with our family there might be one family member or a couple or we might be completely estranged from our families and then other family other people might have you know that's their their families are their rock and they're you know they're so um supportive of each other um, so families come in all different shapes and you know your family doesn't necessarily have to be uh your blood so really it's, it's surrounding yourself with your tribe I know I've heard that a lot that terminology. So surrounding yourself with the people that reflect your values, people that aren't afraid to apologize if they've wronged you or if they've hurt, you know, said something hurtful or people that are, who are, you know, not afraid to ask questions or, um, you know, just people who fill up your heart cup, that don't drain your energy. You know, relationships very complex human beings are very complex so we want to make sure that you know our time is our most precious thing really our commodity I suppose you would say so we want to make sure that the time we are giving to other people or sharing with other people is is really quality time so that's that's my number one lesson um and shout out to my family and friends oh so much love and so much love and gratitude for you all and even people that um you know I've met so many different people on this business journey through my coaching program through podcast interviews and it's been so lovely to connect with people that you know I've never really met before but they just you they we just get each other you know our hearts connect we connect on a deeper level because our um our intentions in this world, as we walk our j- own journeys, they're, they're very similar. So that's that's really important too. So remember, surround yourself with your tribe, people that fill your heart cup and that you can, you know, you can trust and um, in the good and the not so good times. Number two is trust your own inner guidance. This one is a tricky one. You've heard me speak about this before. Um... If you are disconnected from yourself, it follows that you will be disconnected in some ways with other people. Okay, Or it might be a bit of a dysfunctional connection, uh, a neediness, a dependence. When you trust your own inner guidance, it means that you back yourself. This has been a huge lesson for me because I've realized that I don't Historically, I have not always backed myself. and I'm learning with support. I've got a great support network um, that's you know teaching me skills on how to really listen to my inner guidance and really trust my own intuition. But we need, before we do that, we need to actually make sure that we are making time for that, making moments of quiet and space. You know, this is really what self-care is, the definition of self-care. Yes, it could be, you know, for many females of not just being gender specific, but, you know, going to get a manicure or getting your hair done or getting a massage, you know, lots of men like that too, lots of, you know, many people like that in general. It's not a gender specific thing, but Self care can be that, or it can be just taking your breakfast out for ten minutes in in the morning and eating it outside rather than scoffing it at the at the kitchen bench like I do. I'm terrible for this. While I'm you know frantically making the kids' lunches, you know, I've started implementing um, some moments where I go, actually, I'm going to just put that down and I'm going to take my my breakfast and eat it just for 10 minutes outside, I'm going to listen to the birds, I'm going to just let my eyes roam across our beautiful view. Whatever it is, we need to make sure that we are taking those moments of quiet and being okay with starting to listen to our inner guidance. Number three, celebrate the small moments. They're often the ones that mean more than the massive moments. So celebrating the small moments for yourself but for others as well or you know if you're working with children which I know a lot of you listening are or if you have your own children that's what kids really that's their currency you know they're so excited about everything um you know, from a bug to oh, look what I made with the Lego, or oh, look at the way these colours um, join together when I do this. You know, celebrate those moments because that's where joy lives, that's where connection lives, and love lies. And those small moments give us um, strength and energy to um, you know, to fill our heart cups and to, to really enjoy being present and being alive. So make sure you are celebrating those small, small, small moments, whatever they look like for you, but also for others. And it helps you keep in the present as well and not think, oh, you know, it helps to build that abundance mindset rather than a, um, I've lost my words. What's the opposite of that? Uh, Scarcity mindset. Okay, number four, lead from the heart. Lead from the heart. Collaboration over competition all the time. So lead from the heart. We are all humans. We all have the potential to be leaders of our self, Yes, some, some people might like to step up that leadership and, you know, be a leader in an organization or be a leader in their community or, you know, there's different forms of leadership. At the end of the day, we are all our own leaders, but lead from the heart because the diverse differences as a human race, as a human species, there are so many differences, but one thing we have in common and that is our heart, Okay. Now this can be learnt. We can learn to speak our truth with compassion, to speak to others with kindness, to speak to ourselves. This comes back a little bit to the trust your own inner guidance. But when we when we lead with the heart and we we understand that you know we we are all humans. We've all got our own crap to deal with. Let's be honest. We've all got baggage. We've all got stories that aren't serving us anymore. Okay. I'm not saying to everybody, just go out and then get rid of all your baggage. You know, that's, that's your own journey. That's your own decision that will take time and has to make sense for you. If that's what journey you would like. Some people don't want to go and find, you know, the, the inner layers of themselves. And that's fine. I know that that's my work in this life. Oh, I've just got an alarm going off to remind me to wrap it up, Christy. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, lead, lead from the heart because we are all humans. And, you know, yes, it could come back to that saying, you know, treat people how you would like to be treated yourself. Yep, nice and simple. The last one is embrace the magic and power of music for yourself, for your kids. Use it as a connection. Use it to boost your mood. Use it to um, express your mood. You know, when you're so frustrated and oh so cranky, you know, you might find that putting on that kind of music will help that emotional state move through you and make sense of it and then it's out and it's a safe, healthy way. You might sometimes when I'm feeling, you know, the weight of the world on my shoulders or feeling a little bit sad, but I'm not quite sure why, I'll put on something like Adele or Pavarotti or some some kind of song or music that has so much emotion in it that I can't help but express my own emotion. And whether or not it ends up in, you know, tears coming out as a, as a simple mechanical, um, uh, what's the word when you just, you know, a release of pressure or whether it gives me space to write or journal or to create a song or to have a little bit of compassion for someone that I'm really angry at or frustrated with or, you know, use music. It is so powerful. It's such a healthy tonic it really is you know it's a connection tool for total strangers you know music doesn't need a language translator it's it, it has so much power and magic within it that there's so much benefit from it you know and it will fire up all your brain it will fire up your limbic system it will fire up your physical body you know so Use that. It's your tool that you can use wherever you want. And some of you might be listening going, well, I'm not really that musical or I don't really know what music I like. Just explore. Just listen to a heap of stuff because even the stuff that you don't like will give you insight to what you do like. And I promise you, if you keep trying to find music and keep listening and keep knowing that there is something out there for you, you will find it. And once you find it, your heart, your body, your mind will be so grateful that you have and hold on to that. And if you'd like some support with that to to really uh, aim it at how you can bring that in for yourself but into your early learning programs more than anything, then get in touch with me. I've got the routines to rituals workshop. It's a 90-minute online workshop. It's using music and mindfulness to create calm transitions, smooth transitions. Because when we think about uh, the way to introduce a new habit, the most successful way that research has proven is to habit stack. So something that we already do already has that uh, really strong neural connections. We we don't have to think about it, you know, tying our shoelaces or going to make a cup of coffee in the morning. Those neural pathways are already connected and working and strong let's when we want to learn a new um, a new habit let's stack that onto this habit that we already know so that it's basically using the strong foundation already to almost like get a head start so when we think about habit stacking music and mindfulness onto our routines in an early childhood setting you know those routines that we have like nappy changing times rest times meal times um, often when we're sitting together in a group time. So those things are um, time those times are where we can actually use music and mindfulness as a little bit of an extra booster to make those transitions calm, to to use quiet music, to set up the space for sleeping. Um, to be in touch with our voice and what kind of pitch our voice is at and what kind of tone we're using. If we're using a parentese tongue rather than a hurry up and get your shoes on or hurry up and lie down and go and sleep. You know, if we're using a calm, quiet voice, if we're aware of what we're saying and how we're saying it, you know, that in itself is musicality because our voices have musicality uh, musical elements pitch tone timber so anyway that's it's a long-winded way to explain that the the workshop is all to do with habit stacking music and mindfulness onto the routines that you already do I ran that a few weeks ago and it was really successful and got some great feedback from um, from the people that were involved in that in terms of how it was really helpful just to get the ball rolling and to get them starting to think about how to use it in their early learning programs and so i'm going to run that again in january i've got one coming up in january the 11th that you can um, purchase tickets for um, at the moment so even though i'm closing down over christmas you'll still be able to buy the tickets on my website i'll put the link below But that's something, you know, once I find something that's really useful, of course, I want to keep offering that so that you can tap into it, uh, tune into it, because remember, we're tuning into ourselves and our musicality and reflecting on what that means for us. We need to be able to do that before we can, you know, support and guide our, uh, the young children that we're working with and caring for. So... That's coming up on January the 11th. There'll be a link below. And I'd like to have another date. Um, I'll confirm that date closer to um, in the new year. That is all I want to say to you today. I have been so grateful to know that I have listeners um, in so many places around the world. I'm so grateful for you, uh, that you want to share your time to listen to what I have to say. And I hope it inspires you. I hope it gets you thinking. I hope it fills your heart cup. Um, I know it does all of those things to me. So um, my my very best wishes to you across this festive season, however you're spending it, um, sending you all lots of love and light. And I really look forward to connecting again with you in 2024. Okay, we'll see you again soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. This episode was brought to you by my signature course, Music and Mindset, the most comprehensive online course for early childhood educators and carers. You can check it out at moversandshakersmusic.com.au. Remember the double O in Movers? Along with lots of other free resources to inspire you and boost your confidence and skills. If you loved this episode, please spread the joy. Share it with a friend. Tag me on social media at Movers and Shakers Music. And remember to download it and give it a rating because that really helps us to continue creating content that's relevant and useful for you and for many others. I'm Christy Russell and I'm here to help you understand why music and mindset matters. See you again soon.